This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel. We are going to read chapter 6. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's start from verse 13. And it was so when they bear the ark, 2 Samuel 6 13. It was so that David bear the ark of the Lord. When they bear the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was gathered with linen effort. Every time he moved, he made a sacrifice. Every time he moved, he made a sacrifice. What made David so... Why did God call him a man after himself? I want to continue from where I stopped for service. Your passion for God. Now, when we finish reading this story, we say a few things. Now, let's read on. I was going to ask you to sit down, please. Stand with me for a while. David danced before the Lord, verse 15. So David and the whole house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpets. And the ark of the Lord came into the city of David. Micah, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw the king leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in his heart. Or in her heart. Mm. Verse 20. Then David returned to bless his household, and Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel to, today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants as one of the vain fellows, shamelessly uncovered himself. Number one, this was her husband. And then number two, the king of Israel said you shamelessly. Hmm. Let's start with what I spoke about for service, which is part of this one. Hebrews 12, the last verse, 28. Or is it 29? Hebrews 12. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God. How? It is not enough to serve God. He must be served in an acceptable manner. Mm. What is the acceptable manner? Psalm 100. Verse 2. Psalm 100, verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. You can have your seat. It's an instruction. Serve the Lord with gladness. You see, you are not God. I am not God. Certain things might not matter so much to us, but when God says in His words, that these things are very important to me, you have to attach the necessary importance to those things while dealing with God. 
gladness is extremely important to God. The Bible says one of the ways or one key way to serve God in an acceptable manner is that anything done for God must be done with gladness. Gladness. Wow. How important is this? Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. And we go back to David's story. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. Look at it. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. Now, it didn't say because thou didn't serve the Lord. They serve but not with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. The next verse is terrible. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, in want of all things. This is why many Christians are broke. Thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and gladness of heart. He said that you will serve your enemies. This was under the law, but there's something we can get from this. Joy. Gladness, joy, gladness. Ah. You know, I don't like, I don't usually pray the same the first and second service, but I will make a lot of references today because of some deep things that the Lord said through me and told me while praying. That's why I, I'm saying this to you. Next year is going to be an amazing year. One thing that God cannot tolerate is to be commonized. He said to Eli, I have thought to lift you up. That was what he wanted to tell Samuel. And then you know, Samuel was afraid to deliver the message. Well, he delivered eventually. But God also sent another prophet to Eli. And he said, Eli, your sons are, they are, they are, they are playing, toiling with my offering. Offering and finias. They are toiling with my offering beyond Stealing from me, your boys are sleeping with women in church. What a terrible thing for a shepherd to do. So, <laughs> then God said, tell Eli, I swore before that your family will be priests forever. He said, but I've just changed my mind. He said, for they that honor me, will I honor there is a strong... Can you give me that, that, part, that part of the Bible? It will be for Samuel 3 or 2, 3, 2 or 3. Samuel was born. The chapter 1 was about his mother. Chapter 2. You know, it wasn't part of my mother, but I just want us to see something from there. So, either for Samuel 2 or for Samuel 3, where God sent someone to Eli. I want that part. I said, they that honor me will like honor. And I said, they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. That means they become a nobody. They become the ones that will be overlooked. They that honor me. Wherefore, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now, the Lord saith, be far from me. For them that honor me, will I honor. I, one of the ways in dealing with God is to honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. You know, I, I, I said for service, never see anything you do for God as a body. It grieves him. If I am in the choir, 
I should come to Riaza. I should come for it with gladness of heart. When I finished praying yesterday night, I lost my voice. I must never see standing before you guys as a body. And when people encroach on my time, say, come and cancel me, pastor, this one is sick. The day I rush to hospital to pay for somebody and I begin to feel that you are stressing me, there is a problem. Whatsoever we do for God. Why? The Bible says that God is able to raise children out of stones for Abraham. It's a privilege to be used by God. This is why there must be excitement in whatever you do for God. It counts in the school of the spirits. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Beyond God, apart from God, some are not even excited about their husband, their wife, their children again. You can pray for children and have them. All children will be naughty at times. But do you enjoy the fact that you have won? I told them something in, in the first service. I grew up in Abelkuta, where we are familiar with wells. It's a rocky city. So people will dig well to be able to fetch water. Now Isaiah 12, 3 says that with joy you shall draw water out of the well of salvation. When, if you don't have a drawer, a fetcher, you can still drink water from a tap. You can drink from a tank. But you can never drink water from a well if you have no fetcher. You'll be looking at the water. It's down, 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 down there. You have to throw something inside to draw it out. Now the Bible says that with joy shall you draw water out of the wells. If you are born again, there are wells of salvation inside you. Inside that well, there is healing. There is deliverance, prosperity, peace. But there is need for a fetcher. Otherwise, you are as helpless as someone that has no well. You can't use your, your hand. It cannot reach you. You can't use your mouth when you, when you are dealing with a well. Now, the Bible decided to compare salvation to a well. There is a well inside you and the fetcher is joy. If the fetcher is not there, the water is there, you are thirsty, but you have no access. With joy, we draw water out of the well of salvation. I don't know. When they started talking about Galatians chapter 5, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy. Why is this thing very important to God? I don't know. I am not God. You are not God. We don't know. All that matters is that our king demands that in dealing with him, you should show gladness. That's all. Have you read about the Bible saying that the joy of the Lord is your strength? Yes, sir. Why is joy so important? Why does it matter to God that I wake up in the morning and I begin to dance? But brethren, it means a lot to him. We can't tell God how to operate. He's the one that will tell us the protocols of his presence. Joy. He said because we did not serve him with gladness and with joy, joyfulness, we serve your enemies. So, David was one man. You know, first service I read about in Matthew 26. <laughs> the woman took the most precious ointment and poured it on Jesus and the silly disciples called it a waste. Why is she wasting it? People still feel like it because people don't understand that you don't give to God what costs you nothing. This is why I hate to fall asleep while worshipping. Maybe while praying, I can doze at times. If I'm praying in the middle of the night, I don't even doze anyway. But I don't pray sitting there. I pray walking around. Praying on your bed is the beginning of cooperation with the spirit of sleep. 
Lord Jesus. Thank you. And then you wake up in between. Some, you know, when I was in spiritual coming, they were shaking their leg on the bed. Get up, brother, and pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. The woman decided, and Jesus said, anywhere the gospel is preached, they that honor me. You wanted to pour something on the Lord. You went for the most precious. The most precious. If I want to praise God, which you should do every day, praise God excitedly. Ah. You know, many times you notice, I don't give offering here. I don't take my phone inside the church, inside my office. I measure the service to determine what to give. Yes. I say this by the grace of God. I give offering in six figures at times. I measure, like what happened last Sunday. Bukola Bekis was under the influence of the Holy Spirit. When I see moments like that, I don't joke. Abraham, every time God appeared to him, he offered, erected an altar. Every single time. Why is it that this quality of art, how you treat God, it matters to God. When they ask Jesus, the first commandment, he said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your might, with all your strength. He said, That is the number one commandment. All others, they just hang on these two. Thou shalt love your labor as yourself. Those are the two. Jesus did not even list the remaining eight. It matters to God, those who love him. First Corinthians chapter 2. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of my verse. They think that God has prepared to those who love him. Believe me sincerely, many are born again, but they don't love God. Love we always show in sacrifice and in time. If you love somebody, you will sacrifice. The third one is what we started with. If you love somebody, you'll be excited when that person is around. You'll be excited about the person. If I'm not excited about what I do for God, my love can be questioned. If I cannot sacrifice for him, yeah. Glory to God. Are you with me today? Praise the Lord. You know, there are Judas' disciples all over the world today also. Anytime I'm, sometimes I just go through Facebook, Instagram, I read blogs a lot. I read, I don't pass comments about whatever any other person is read, uh, saying. I read my own thing. And I read that. I will just be looking at times. No matter what a young star in music, young actor buys, the world celebrates. But when a pastor is 80 years old, gets something, they have a problem with it. They call it a waste. Is the disciples of Judas talking. Judas died, but his spirit is still alive. I have never met a blog guy writing on Facebook that those who sit in Biapala, do you see the rate at which clubs are opening in Lagos? They don't talk about it. The one they have problem with is when churches are multiplying. What a world we live in. The world that will celebrate Barnabas and ask Jesus to be crucified is still going on right now in the world. Talk of MTN Roadmans, the organized concert. I have entered traffic where we could not move. One I found out around my area, there is a very popular club there. They block the entire street. Nobody has reported them to government. If a church does prayer meeting and they block, they start. And the sad thing is that there are so-called Christians who will think that it will have civic responsibility, but they don't ask that about other things until it comes to God's people. You are persecuting the church. I get what I'm saying. That was a, that's how people come alive. You see a cathedral. And you are wondering, 
can't they just wash it? What are they wasting money for? But any other party or whatever you say in town, you don't talk about that. You don't. It's Judas in you that is talking. You are quoting what your master started. Whatever point you think you have, just check it very well. How come this is the only one that you talk about? Anyway, but that's not my focus today. Are you just following me? Are you with me? They called it a waste. But the woman decided to do something so precious to her for Jesus Christ. The Lord recognizes it every time you do something from the depth of your heart. And this can happen every day. How you pray, how you worship, how you treat whatsoever you do for God. Now, back to the story we started with. So David went to carry the ark. Nobody told David. See, there are decisions that you make. And there is a decoration over your life from heaven. Not only a declaration, a decoration. Heaven begins to decorate you with honor. David just sat down and he said, that, Look, I'm dwelling in a beautiful house. But the ark of God is somewhere out there. And then the prophet told David that, you know what? God said, for this kind of thinking. Then they brought the ark. And David began to dance until he was lost. Micah was the kind of dignified Christian. The Bible says, at first, it was in our hearts. When something goes wrong in your heart and you don't address it, it will come out of your mouth later. Pollution begins from hearts. Nobody commits adultery in marriage until it begins from the heart here. It is where it begins from. This is why I talk to men that are very close to me. Why are you close to a lady that is not your wife? Every relationship must be well defined. Are you getting... This is very, very, very important. So, <laughs> she looked through the window and she saw the guy dancing. Look at this fool dancing. Now, God didn't see anything. It was in her heart then. Then she waited. So, David was outside. So, you know, in those days, the king will live in, on, in uh, very high rise. So, he saw the king dancing. And what concerned her was that, ah, ah, see, how his clothes is All these made little, little girls and guys are watching the king. They're looking at the chest of the king and and the king did not even send. Then she waited for David to come back home and now she didn't waste time. So you were dancing like a fool. What kill I what, what, what was it? What are you dancing about? Even though David told her the word David was a very strong word. He said, I was dancing before God. Who chose me instead of your father? In other words, if your father danced, maybe he wouldn't have been rejected. He said, you now know what? Those girls that you were talking about that I was debasing myself, I said, oh, those girls I was talking, he said, before them, I will be more honored. He said, when there's another opportunity, I will do more than this dance. And the Bible said that Michael became barren for the rest of her life. She had married a man before. She had a child before. So actually, she was, she was barren in David's house. Did you see where we said before, where the Bible said that because you serve the Lord God with, the, uh, with gladness, serve your enemy in naked, in barrenness is of different types. Yeah. I remember very well but which of the uh, uh, con one conference, one of the Warbeck conferences, one of one that Bishop Luke was speaking. He had serious battles in his life many years ago in the battle. And I think he fasted for over one hundred. He was fasting every day. 
And he said that in the night, the wife was not. He was about to start praying again. And he heard a thick baritone voice at the gate of his house singing one hymn. So he was like, in the middle of the night, who is standing at my gate singing? But the voice was thicker than the voice of a man. So as he wanted to peep, the guy just called him by the name that his grandma only used to call him. And he said it in Yoruba. So you are still praying. He said, oh, that you, he said, if you can only dance and rejoice. He said, if, he said, if you were dancing and rejoicing before me, I would have made your enemies to be barren of every good thing in life. That was a strong word. Then he found out it was an angel. But the angel spoke like God. It happens at times. In the burning flame, Moses saw an angel, but the angel said, remove your shoe. I am the Lord God of Israel. So probably, what Moses saw, some will say Holy Spirit, some will say Jesus Christ. Because angels in the Bible, Old Testament, never allow mortal men to worship them. Even the one that showed John, Revelation said, don't worship. But there were few instances where they asked man to remove their shoes. You will know that that wasn't at night. The one that stood in Jericho before Joshua. Joshua said, are you for us or for our enemies? He said, I am none of the above. I don't belong to your class. He said, but I'm here to help. He said, first of all, remove your shoe before you start talking nonsense. <laughs> so the same thing. Moses saw it and Moses bowed. And the angel didn't tell him, no, don't worship me. That must have been something beyond an angel. So this one said, then he said two things will call to him. Number one, the power of praise. And number two, he said, you have never heard that one before. So people can be barren of good things of life. Barren of good things of life. So they might have children, children might turn what becoming nothing. Worse than people without children. Good things of life. But he said that if you were only praising me, you are still praying. Why does this matter so much to God? So what God did for Michael for what he did was that but see the passion of David he was sacrificing he was praising God. Brethren, make up your mind from today. Live in an atmosphere of joy. Be glad. Be glad. From God, transfer it to everything that you do. You are one car. The car is behaving somehow. Are you excited as you enter your car? Or you hit several times before you start the car? Like I told you the first time. When you hit too much, one day the car will hit back and embarrass you. You've just gone to market, you just bought things, and you put it aside, sweating. Then you start, then your car too will hit. Useless owner. <laughs> yeah. Whatsoever is around you, celebrates. It begins with quality praise to God. Quality worship. When I went to the back, I said, looking at those children, joy. There are little ones I carry. And I usually tell myself that after some years, they will become bigger, you can't carry them again. I enjoy the moments. I always want to help my children every day. Somebody they feel I'm overdoing it and they push me. But I enjoy every bit of it. One day we stopped by the supermarket and I bought some things for them. And I said, no eating till we get home. So they said, okay. And I think I started taking yogurt. And the children are bored. 
And my son said, but you are eating. <laughs> I, I said, but I'm the fat I bought it. <laughs> he said, that is unfair. <laughs> I said, wait, they tell me what is fair. <laughs> and what, what is not fair. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even tell them. Recently, I was asking my son, he just said, I said, who is your best friend in school? He just came and looked at me and smiled. Because his best friend is a girl. Now I did. So that, he said, he says, and he said, Dad, don't you think you are being too nosy? I said, if I told my mom that, I wouldn't have nose today. She would have removed that nose. I would tell my mom that nosy. <laughs> Your generation, eh? you are lucky. You can say anything you want to say. <laughs> I only can say, look, you don't tell an adult <laughs> that it's been nosy. It's okay, I've heard. I said, well, see, you should thank God for, for civilization. My mom would have just plucked your nose. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are you with me, church? Gladness of heart. Joy. Joy in everything joy let nothing break your spirit no matter what you will live long you will live in health as you do this rejoice at all times can you all help me i saw the interest some things i say after service i might not even know because i don't when i watch my message at i'm surprised before i didn't like watching my message at all the first time I heard my voice on radio, huh? it didn't sound good at all. But it was Apostle man that told me that just about all, I watch all my messages. He said I use my own message for devotion. I said, me, I'm not read that level. Last time I saw, he was telling me. He said this morning I began to play my own. His own he was playing his own message and he was praying. He said I tried to look away from Selman. Because it was preached under the anointing. I said, that's something new I need to learn. But that's interesting. What they were showing earlier about the value of shadow of death, you remember that message? It's a short message. As in, they call, usually we edit to like three, four minutes. When you see any one of those intros or accepts, can you help us share? See, most things that we do in this church, some people don't participate. But I'm asking you to join us to participate. Help us share. It's going to bless somebody. How many times have I seen people blaming God when they go through things? There's none of us that does not go through things. Some of us, we already know that the journey is not expressed or true. No matter what comes, we are born overcomers. And we rejoice. We rejoice. Glory to God. All of a sudden, when believers know this across the world, there are no Christians backsliding. You are not wearing sadness on your face because of what you are going through. You are not going through anything. You are just rejoicing. The first service held in this auditorium, I missed it because of what I... I mean, they delayed our flight. I was going to fly from New York to Atlanta to now from Atlanta come to Nigeria. And there was a security travel America that day. For almost three hours, we were inside the plane at the 
airport in, in New York, and I felt because it was Delta, and I was coming to Nigeria with Delta, I felt that they would have called the airport in Atlanta and went to Nigerian passengers are here. We got to Atlanta after 11, and they said, I'm going to Nigeria. I left before I arrived. They said, many words, said, go look for a hotel. And the next flight to Nigeria will be in two days' time, and it will be in New York, so I'll go back to New York. Oh, God, I felt miserable. And my mind was, it was on Friday. So the next flight will be Sunday night. And America is six hours behind Nigeria. Some of the states there. I'm like, God. He pained me. I prayed. But I just went back to my room and started praising God. You know, by knowledge, you can turn any bad experience to a joyful experience. Captain D preached that powerful message one time in church. If you are going for an appointment with a governor, let's say the governor of uh, 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 Ibon asks you to come. And all of a sudden, they granted your plane at the airport, didn't let anybody move, and you missed the appointment. You become sad. But all of a sudden, or let's say they didn't let you enter the plane, you missed something, they said something was wrong with your passport or ID card, and they stopped you. As you are angry that they didn't allow you to go, and you are thinking about the appointment, if you suddenly hear bass that the plane crash landed, what will you start doing? All of a sudden, the sad experience is now like, ah, that could have been me. You don't need to know what could have happened. Just give God praise when things don't go your way at times. A guy left you, that might be Upon to just avert a terrible marriage. Maybe a puncher. We don't deny the fact that there are painful experiences. But it should not rob you of your joy and of giving God praise. And finally, whatsoever you do for God, I stress this again. Honor God. Honor the Lord. They that honor me. Honor the Lord. Don't give God change. Honor the Lord. If all you have is 10 era, give it with dignity. Honor the Lord. What the Lord does not want is an attitude. You just commonize it. Once they mention offering, just look for something convenient. And then you. No amount means anything to God. The one who has 1,000 and the one who has 100,000. I have told each of God does not look at how much you give. He looks at how much is left to determine what you have given. You understand what I'm saying? This is why, thank God, he has corrected the church of the people saying that we have come out, first class blessing, if you can give a million, second class, 100,000. God does not rate it that way. Somebody might have 200 million. If he gives 1 million, it sounds big, but he has given nothing. And somebody cannot just have 3,000. If he gives 1,000, he has given more in the sight of God. So you cannot rate the blessing. Let God who sees in secrets bless every man. But what God does not want is attitude of dishonor. To commonize God. Ah, how many people here talk to God and you are operating your phone as you are talking? You will never do that before you're empty. I know a pastor is one of the popular pastors in Nigeria. He's not one of the oldest, but he's very blunt and very strict. A senator was talking to you when I said to answer a call before. I told the senator, please leave my office. He said, Because you want me to tell you what God is saying. You will not stand before the president on earth and answer a call. And the senator apologized. Thank God for men who know their God, who have not sold their soul. When you have not sold your soul, you can tell anybody any truth anywhere. 
You know, I say some things to that I don't see. I, do, I, I, I don't know any living soul on earth that I cannot tell truth to. When I got born again, I followed the example of one guy who said, Lord, write my life on the cloud and let the old world see it as you are writing. I will stand by it and have nothing to be ashamed of. That is true Christianity. And I told the first service, there is no mail that those who work with me in the office don't have access to. People in the office transfer money for me on my own accounts. About three, four people in this church have my pin. They have access to all my pin. I don't have anything I'm hiding. There's no message with anybody that I don't want anybody to see. I don't have password on any of my phones. I don't, I don't, I don't password anything. Sometimes I can't get to do something. I'll just tell this one, can you just help me reply this, respond to this mail? She still sent one mail for me this morning. Can you just help me do this? I look into my boss, we we'll see it there. What's that message? They help me reply at times. I just like, you know what? I'll transfer money to also possible. I'm busy and I'm writing something. Can you just help me transfer tactic to her? This is my pain. Just do it for me. So they see my account, they see the alert, they say, so there is nothing to hide. It's a, it is true liberty. When you have nothing. Of course, I'm not saying that go and give your phone to somebody. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's the only bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I laugh in the middle of the night. <laughs> a friend of mine, I don't want to mention it, somebody you all know, they did it to him. When they got his pin and everything, the guy went from the city they were, traveled to Portacourt to be deducting the money. And you know, at times ATM will tell you the location. So he was in location. He was in South. <laughs> they took all his money, millions, and left 3,000 naira. He said, sir, I was sad. <laughs> you know, there are experiences that can make you sad. <laughs> when, when my brother was in uni, like, one of his friends, his uncle just came and gave him so much money. So he went to tell Joshua Market to go and buy the latest, you know, Tommy, everything, clothes. But as it was coming, it rained and some other things. So the clothes, so he washed them with about six tops, jeans, and, and put them on the rope and went for lecture. That day was working on cloud seven. The old cloud just looked that he was just very happy. He was planning out from day two, he would start launching those clothes. <laughs> you know, as he was coming back to the old step. He just saw <laughs> where he put them, <laughs> nothing. My brother said, right there, he became sick. He just had malaria. He started, he started shivering. And he started... <laughs> For days, about three days, he became sick. The same guy coming with joy. He just entered the room and went to the bed. And he started shivering. Malaria just came immediately. <laughs> because those boys took everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is someone blessed this morning? The year is ending. It will end for you on a glorious note. Remember the watch night service? Wear something new. Do you remember? And I told that it's all over the Bible. Sometimes God will tell you to demonstrate physically what is about to do in your life. The service is 10 to 12 30. Don't miss. It's going to be an explosive prophetic service in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Is someone blessed this morning? And those who have traveled are watching us, I hope you are blessed. Shall we rise?
glory to God in the highest. 11.27. It's a short service. <laughs> in 2022, there will be many short services. But very powerful. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands and just give him praise. If you need to ask God to forgive you for not showing gladness, joyfulness, you can say that now. Can ask him. It's time to rejoice. It's time to rejoice. Oh, my parents are not perfect, but I thank you for them. Father, I give you praise. I have come to just say you are good. Whatever I think about my siblings, I thank you for all of them, every single one of them. At least I have siblings. Oh, I have wonderful siblings. Oh, give God praise. Just thank him. You might not like where you live so much. You want another place. There's nothing wrong with desiring a better place. But can you thank God? At least you have a place. When the service ends, you have a place you can call your own that you are going to. You might not like your job so much. But at least you are among those who dress up, who go to office every day. Why not give him praise and just thank him? And just adore his name. Just give him praise. We worship you. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.